Kutam from Kaiswick Village. This is the Rorschach Poland update from the 14th of December 2022. Here's a quick summary of what's going down in Poland. The Ministry of National Defense issued a regulation about the mandatory military exercises. The government plans to increase the current army from 150,000 soldiers to 300,000 in the light of the Russian-Ukrainian war. People under the age of 55 will be obliged to take a leave from work and attend a compulsory military course. For each day of the course, they will get a basic salary. The executive said that the students, clergymen, and people will hold positions the government are the only ones relieved from duty. Similarly, Mariana Schreiber, the founder of the Enough or Mamdosh party, volunteered for compulsory military training. On Friday the 9th, Schreiber posted a video from the recruitment center on her Facebook page. She said that she will attend the 16-day training in Remember Tau, and that men and women will be treated equally. A few days earlier, Schreiber mentioned that the training on her social media page and said that she would sign up for the course if the post reached 2,000 likes. On Monday the 12th, the defense minister, Blaksak, received South Korean self-propelled howitzers and handed them over to the 11th Artillery Regiment. He then announced that the regiment would have the status of a brigade. Moreover, the government will soon send more military equipment to the station. Earlier this year, the country purchased 672 K-9 howitzers from South Korea, and now they're distributing them to the army. On some legal matters, on Sunday the 11th, the ruling Law and Justice Party held an assembly dedicated to the Polish village. At the same time, agrarian Agruina activists held their own meeting, where they were watching and commenting on every sentence of the Law and Justice Party spokesman. The, the Agruina members called Jarosta Kosinski, the leader of the party, a liar when he said that his party supports Polish agriculture. Not only did they oppose Kaczynski's words, but they also threw the TV out of the window when Janis Wojcicki, the European Commissioner for Agriculture, took the floor. The activists said that they were done with lies. On the next day, the Justice and Human Rights Committee rejected the vote of no confidence in Zbigniew Zibro, the Ministry of Justice. The Civic Coalition, the opposition party, filed a complaint to the Ministry of Justice with a request to release him from his duties. They mentioned that Ziobro bought a Pegasus tracking system with the money that was supposed to go to victims of crime. Moreover, due to the recent poll, the public does not want Ziobro to be Minister of Justice. On Friday the 9th, the Supreme Court dismissed the general prosecutor's complaint about the court's decision that was in favor of transgender women. In 2020, an employer fired a woman because she refused to wear a man's uniform and then she sued them. The court ruled that the employee had been discriminated against and ordered that the employer to pay compensation. Zinu Ziobro, the general prosecutor, said that the employer was denied the freedom to run their business and filed an extraordinary complaint against the court's decision. Now, some health-related news. Adam Nidzitsky, the health minister, announced that they will roll out the COVID-19 vaccine for children up to four years old. On Monday the 12th, he said that Pfizer's Comitri vaccine will soon be available in 7,000 medical centers all over the country. The health minister also announced that they will give a training course for Ukrainian doctors to help Ukraine join the European Union. Medical training is an obligatory part of the country's integration plan. On Monday the 12th, Nidziski visited the medical air rescue base in Warsaw and said that they first will train emergency medics that use helicopters for special situations. Nidziski also mentioned that they recently organized a battlefield training for Ukrainian doctors. Similarly, Adam Nidziski commented on the death threats he recently got from the radical nationalist and founder of the organization Comrades, who is best known by the nickname Jagzur. 
Nitsky said that the government should eliminate comrades since their founder also supports Russia and promotes anti-vaccination. On some foreign affairs news, on Wednesday the 7th, the foreign minister, Muzarek, visited Berlin for a two-day meeting with German deputy foreign minister Anna Lohrmann. They discussed the war in Ukraine, Poland's demand for World War II compensation from Germany, and the pandemic loan the country wants to receive from the European Union. Muzarek later stated in his briefing that they have been having difficulties with Germany due to their refusal to pay World War II compensation. However, they tried to find points of mutual agreement. On Monday the 12th, the Minister of Foreign Affairs met with the United States Secretary in Washington. They talked about ways of strengthening their cooperation in humanitarian and military aid for Ukraine. They also agreed that maintaining a safe sky over Ukraine should be a top priority for international politics. On a similar note, the Upper House of Parliament initiated a campaign to help Ukrainian soldiers survive in winter conditions. They collected 5,000 winter boots that were in high demand during the war that will be transported to Ukraine soon. Moving on, Mercedes-Benz will build an electric van factory in Javor, in the southwest of Poland. Matus Muraki, the Prime Minister, stated on Monday the 12th that he is proud of the country's development and efforts to attract more international investors. He also added that the factory will provide a job and decent payment for almost 3,000 people. On that note about energy, the government encouraged people to save electricity and heating power. Eric Lusowski, the Climate Minister, said that the country's energy sources will improve significantly if people implement small habits in their everyday lives. Kosowski advised people to unplug inactive electrical supplies and avoid turning them on in the afternoon when power demand is high. Moreover, they launched the Heat Counts campaign to encourage the saving of energy. Next up, the Cyclone Brigadier has brought a powerful snowstorm to the country this weekend. On Saturday the 10th, the Institute of Meteorology and Water Management posted a three-point scale warning about the significant snowfall in the southeast of the country that may disrupt public transport and cause power outages. The snowfall in southern Poland was followed by a stronger frost. In unrelated news, on Sunday the 11th, the largest media and technology company in Poland, called Polska Press Grupa, granted awards for people who contributed to the country's security. The Ministry of National Defense, headed by Maris Blasko, got an award. On the next day, the president, along with his wife, received the flame called the Peace Light of Bethlehem that the Polar Scouts had brought from Slovakia. When he received the flame, President Andrzej Duda expressed his hope that it would bring peace to Ukraine. The Archdiocese of Katowice canceled the celebration of the Triple Jubilee of Archbishop Viktor Skork due to his case in court. In July 22, Archbishop Skork was suspended from the Permanent Council of the Polish Bishops after being suspected of negligence. He ignored the fact that priests had been molesting minors for years. And to close this edition, on Thursday the 8th, the dramatic theater in Warsaw held its first premiere after the Masovian Vovod suspended Monika Strepka, the director of the theater. Konstantly Razvil, the Masovian Vovod, was indignant about the vagina statue in the theater and accused the director of radical feminism and disrespect for women. However, the Warsaw authorities were the ones who appointed Strepsa for the position, and according to the law, the Masofian Volvod has no right to suspend her. Both institutions will have a trial in court. And that's it for this week. Christmas is around the corner, so what's your favorite Christmas tradition in Poland? It can be official or unofficial, regional, national, personal, or communal. Let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com. Rorschach.com